From academic pressure to social media to religion, we discuss the different topics that help bridge the gap between teens and parents who feel misunderstood. We talk to you live about the most relevant topics from high schoolers' perspectives. From social media to culture to our daily lives, there are undeniable differences between how the generations are living. The four of us discuss those differences from our perspectives while occasionally including interviews from others with valuable opinions. It's time to get a piece of our lives. This is Grace, Ben, Sam, and Alyssa. Welcome back to Get a Piece of Our Lives. I'm Ben. I'm Alyssa. I'm Sam. And I'm Grace. And, you know, it's the last day of January. The winter season is kind of wrapping up, so we've got a lot of different things going on. One of those things, one of my favorite things, is sports. The Super Bowl is one and a half weeks away. It's going to be on February 11th, so everyone's kind of gearing up for that, and it should be super exciting. So I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts, opinions on that. Yeah, it's super interesting because... I don't know why, but I always equate the Super Bowl to the time of my brother's birthday. Hmm. Uh, His birthday is February 7th. And I remember one year, I'm pretty sure it was like on his birthday or like a day like before or after his birthday. But I remember his birthday party was like a Super Bowl watching party. I think this was like elementary school. So it was years ago. But I just remember like the chaos that was happening because it was all the elementary school boys like in his whole, I think in the whole grade maybe. Um like, over at our house, like, just, like, screaming, and they also had a lot of sugar and dessert because it was, like, a big Super Bowl party, so, like, the chaos that was happening was insane, so I feel like Super Bowl time is pretty chaotic in general, but it's super fun. Like, I'm super excited for the Super Bowl this year. Do you guys have any plans? No, I'm probably, actually, maybe I will, depending on if I have enough energy to maybe, like, get my you know family and friends and maybe host a little like Super Bowl party um I might do that with my family friends but this year it's pretty disappointing I think if the Ravens were playing or the Lions then I would be like okay like may like it's kind of fun like we got a solid underdog and then we have you know a not underdog (laughs) but now it's you know the Niners and the Chiefs and you guys know how I feel about the Chiefs and Taylor <laughs> Swift. It's a whole thing that we probably have to get into. But despite it kind of being disappointing for not just me, but probably most NFL fans, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it should be an interesting matchup. Unfortunately, the uh, the Super Bowl logo conspiracy did not turn out, <laughs> if you guys don't know. Um, so the past couple of years, the NFL will kind of like release the logo um, of like the Super Bowl. So like... It was like Super Bowl 56 a couple years ago, and last year was was like Super Bowl 57. So I'm trying to, rem- trying to remember. I think the logos were like green and red, and the teams ha- that played in the Super Bowl were the Chiefs, who have a red logo, and the Eagles, who had a green logo. And the year before, it was blue and uh, orange, and it was the Bengals, who had an orange logo, and the Rams, who had a blue go- blue logo. So this year, the NFL teased the the logo for Super Bowl 58, and it was purple and red. So a lot mm. of fans were theorizing that it was going to be Ravens-Niners, but sadly, that did not pan out. I guess uh, Taylor Swift willed the, the Chiefs into the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's actually, now that I think about it, it's kind of fun that the Chiefs are in it because it gives you someone to hate. Because <laughs> as people who live in the Seattle area, 
obviously, like, we're not going to be rooting for the Seahawks anytime soon. Like, at least I'm not really, I've never been a big Seahawks fan. Um, I never really bought the hype because personally, I like to be, you know, above average. I like to root for teams that are very good. Um, No shade, no shade, of course. But having the Chiefs in it kind of gives me a reason to root for the Niners. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like a lot, like kind of what you're saying, a lot of the times when you have two options, like sometimes neither of them are good options, but mm. <laughs> naturally you like one more than the other. So Grace, it sounds like you're not a big fan of the Chiefs. So are you saying that you're rooting more for the 49ers? I am. Um, I used to like the 49ers a lot when uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was on the team. I'm pretty sure he was voted like the best looking guy in all of the NFL that's also the reason why I liked him so much. He's not a very good player, um, but he's a great model. And, you know, I hope he finds um, I hope he finds career sec- success in different avenues. But anyway, um, I would say that the biggest reason why I'm so anti-Chiefs is because of Taylor Swift. Um, but before I begin, I want to make sure, are there any Taylor Swift fans here? Um, Alyssa? So... I am a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm not a diehard Swifty okay. like a lot of people I know. Okay. And then, Sam, you've got your music show, but I'm assuming you don't talk a lot about Taylor Swift. You know, there was a time. I think I played Taylor Swift like twice in freshman year. Um, I'm, I mean, I respect what she does. I, I'm not the hugest fan of her music, but, you know, I, I can like it from time to time. Mm, okay. That's good to hear. And Ben... I don't see you. <laughs> yeah, I I, yeah. I I don't listen to Taylor Swift, but I mean I respect her for making music for you know, well over a decade and and mm-hmm. gaining a obviously huge fan base. Yeah, no, she's definitely very accomplished. People call her the most famous woman in the world, which I disagree with, mostly because I don't like her. But anyway, I would say that as an artist, she's very respectable. I don't like her because my entire feed is all her like not even having to do with like the nfl just regular like memes and posts like pop culture things it's all taylor swift so i don't think it's that i don't like her but the media is definitely like they are always blasting out taylor swift content my last straw was a few days ago when espn posted this thing on instagram where it was like will taylor swift be at the super bowl and it had literally every single slide was like dates of her like concert tour and the location and i hit repost i put it on my story i said some not so nice words about espn and not even i mean meta or instagram is quick with this not even like six minutes later i go back on instagram and i can't do anything my account it said it had zero followers zero following. I can't like, you know, like any posts. I can't send any DMs. I log on to my other account. It's working fine. So the conclusion that I came to was I got banned from Instagram, Whoa. Uh, which, you know, is pretty extreme. But if you know me personally, it's not surprising. But yeah, that is my whole thing about Taylor Swift. Um, if you want to hear a little bit more detail about why NFL fans don't like her, um, I guess, Ben, you could talk a little bit about how people think that 
you know, Taylor, NFL, it's all rigged. But uh, here's a clip from Jack Mack. He's a sports journalist, and he makes lots of videos about the NFL, including this recent Taylor Swift thing. So let's take a listen. Is the NFL rigged? This is a question that has been asked for decades. However, last week, a new is the NFL rigged storyline was introduced into the fold thanks to Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the idea that the NFL could be rigged is nothing new. Last year, the meme of the 2022 NFL season was the NFL being scripted. This past offseason, the NFL even leaned into it. They did a video where they revealed the script to their players and whatnot. Very funny, LOL. You ruined the meme, whatever. But it is nothing new. And this was has been discussed before Twitter existed, before Instagram existed. It was talked about on forums, probably before the internet existed, on barbershop seats, on bar stools. This is the NFL possibly being rigged along with the NBA, the MLB and some others kind of get the pass there. But the NFL has always been under the microscope of, hmm, wait a second. Could they be making some decisions, some calls to benefit teams that would benefit the league's bottom line the most? Yeah. Yeah, so that was Jack Mack. He is a sports journalist who makes YouTube videos about the NFL. Um, there are a few other people out there who are talking about this. I think if you are a true like sports fan, you are not talking about Taylor Swift. But uh, here's another clip from a different group of guys, and they're talking about how they actually like seeing Taylor. Tom, do you think that the Taylor Swift stuff is tired on the broadcast? No, I think it's I awesome. I agree a hundred percent. I think I think it's tired. People complaining about it on Twitter. She's the most famous person, arguably in the world, and she's at the game every game. She's dating one of the players. Of course, they're gonna sh shine the camera on her every once in a while. Yep. I think that's. I think it's so tired when people complain about it. I agree. Truly, I do. agree a hundred percent. So it adds a little something. I mean, a little something as opposed right. to taking some shot of what. Some dude in the stand high-fiving with his buddy? I mean, that's right. fine, you know? Uh, but, I mean, come on, it's Taylor Swift. You don't have to like her. It's fine. Wow, we got some Taylor Swift <laughs> music and some violins. Uh, that's pretty interesting, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think I think it's important to kind of make that distinction. And I think in that last clip, those those fans did a good job at kind of, yeah, making that distinction between, you know, maybe not, liking Taylor Swift, you know, her music, whatever, and then just not really liking the media's coverage of mm, Taylor Swift mm -hmm. during all the Chiefs games. I think it's okay to, you know, not be a fan of, of her music and stuff like that, but to actively kind of hate on her seems a little unwarranted. I think, <laughs> Grace, you were, you were certainly able to make that distinction uh, um, with the with the comments about ESPN, and I certainly will say mm. there there really is a lot of of, of coverage about Taylor Swift, even from like the, the sports news outlets, which mm. is kind of interesting, but she's obviously drawing a lot more new fans to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing Grace, your opinions, it honestly reminds me kind of of the generation above us, like my mom's generation. I think you and my mom are in really similar boats because, I mean, she's definitely not a Swiftie. She, I think the only song from Taylor Swift that she likes is Love Story, because it, like, reminds her of, like, the, I don't know, I guess, like, the good old days when her kids were, like, young. And, like, I don't I think she thinks the song is sweet. But 
in general, she is, like, so annoyed with how much she's being, like, shoved down your throat and, like, in your face through the media and the news and, like, being overhyped. Um, but also, it, like, kind of goes hand in hand with, like, how much she, like, how much effort she puts in because she's not a Swifty. She doesn't listen to the music. So, like, she doesn't really know Taylor Swift's music. It's just what she sees is, like, the annoyance comes from what is being pushed at her and not what, like, you know, it's not that she doesn't like her as a person. It's more of, like, what she's being shown. So, I think that's pretty interesting. I honestly think that that is, like, a huge generational difference in general. Like, a lot of teenagers, I would say the majority of Taylor Swift fans are teenage girls. So, seeing, like, the difference between that and the generations above us, like, also the relatability, of course, but, like, you know, people that you know, parents and grandparents, they don't really listen to the music, I think. They kind of just see what the media shows them. And so that's kind of where, like, the hatred and the dislike comes from. But I just think that's pretty interesting that you also fall into the boat. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I think your mom and I might agree on lots of other things if we agree on this. Um, But yeah, I think a different topic we can talk about, since I'm personally getting tired of hearing Taylor Swift's name even being said here, uh, we could talk about Usher, because I know that that is also sort of a controversial topic. Some people actually don't like the fact that Usher will be performing in this year's Super Bowl because they think he's old, and it's like, who is this, like, old man? Like, this is guy from our parents' generation. And then some people are like, well, he's Usher. So I want to hear your guys' thoughts. To be honest, I, I don't have that many thoughts. I I mean, I'll watch the Super Bowl halftime, but I mean, I, I don't really know much about Usher or his music, but I do know that the Super Bowl halftimes, like sometimes they'll have like really famous singers like who are actively like working on music. Obviously, um, Rihanna last year, I know Beyonce has performed a couple times, Bruno Mars, um, but the Super Bowl has certainly had some, some older like musical acts and like some bands that are like that were famous 20 years ago mm-hmm. but we're not but we're like 50 or 60 when they performed so i don't know about people complaining about usher just being too old to perform at the super bowl halftime show um i mean i guess we'll just see how the performance is but no no major thoughts about this one yeah it might be a tactic from the tactic from the nfl to bring in someone who's like you know who used to be really popular and now isn't because it's like, oh my gosh, Usher, we haven't seen him perform in so long, something like that. And then it brings more viewership. So that might be what they're trying to do. Yeah, I don't know. For for me, I, I've always been the most excited at the halftime shows because I'm I'm not really there for the game. I'm there for the ads. I'm there for the, <laughs> the, the halftime. It's just, it's I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, I don't really have any thoughts on the matter. I'm kind of in the same boat of all you, as all you guys. I don't have any big opinions on Usher. I definitely don't listen to Usher, so I don't really know him as a singer or his performance abilities. But I kind of agree with you, Grace, because when I saw Rihanna, um, I mean, I wasn't there, but on TV, when Rihanna performed for the halftime show for the Super Bowl, I hadn't listened to Rihanna in a really long time. And then after seeing her perform, like, all her famous songs, I was like, wait, I think I'm kind of missing out on, like, her good music. So that's when I started to become kind of interested in her music. Like, I'd never been a Rihanna fan before, but then afterwards, uh, I guess just the exposure to it kind of helped. So 
I mean, I personally have never listened to an Usher song, like, on my own. I'm sure I've heard it in stores and stuff. I just wonder who the, I guess, the target audience is for Usher's songs, because I don't know how popular he is among teenagers now, but I also have a feeling that he's not an artist that, like, parents and grandparents listen to pretty often. So, I mean, I would say, like, probably, like, young adult, young adults is, like, generally where these artists come from. I feel like Rihanna was pretty popular. I don't know what year she was, she had her biggest songs, but I want to say it was like over a decade ago was when she had her huge hits. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. But so I would say like 20s and 30s and everything. Um, but another artist who had a huge Super Bowl halftime performance years ago, uh, Michael Jackson. I'm curious to know your guys' thoughts. Have you guys seen the Super Bowl performance? Like, on video. I, I saw the video on YouTube and I thought it was pretty cool. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I, th- I th- think I might have seen it. I believe it was like 1993. So it was definitely a little bit past when he was releasing like off the wall um, thriller stuff like that. But I what I vividly remember is I think he just stood there with like his cool sunglasses and outfit on for like a minute straight. <laughs> didn't even start singing, didn't even start performing. He was just like, he had this cool pose and the crowd was obviously going nuts for for a minute straight so i think that just goes to show how much of a fan base and how crazy people were about mj yeah i mean there's not much more to say than he's like the king of pop like it it's going to be good um michael jackson's just he's got an energy with him that mm-hmm. it, it's just fun i don't know it's like magnetic it's he's just so fun to watch and he is definitely a performer. Like, he's an artist, but I think he's mostly a performer. And I think nowadays, all we see is artists who use, like, I don't know, like, fireworks and, like, smoke. And, you know, they've got such, like, a grand stage. But I feel like Michael Jackson is one of those performers where he doesn't need any of that. All he needs is a stage and a microphone. And he just, I don't know captures everyone's attention um and i am excited to see if we'll have that same energy this year i agree i feel like a lot of his songs also like they bring everyone together in general um like they kind of they're open for like kids and adults to enjoy and i like how a lot of them are pretty wholesome so i mean of course his performances are like super cool to watch and he's an amazing dancer like the moonwalking i could never but the songs in general are just like I don't. I like how they're for everyone to enjoy, not just a certain audience. Um, so here is "Come Together" by Michael Jackson.
Okay, and that was the cover Come Together by Michael Jackson. Um, so we are going to end this episode pretty soon, but because it is a Super Bowl-themed episode, I created a little quiz for my three uh, co-hosts here. Um, so I have six questions here. So I think how it'll work is I'll just say the question, and then you guys can all give your answer. And then the point goes to whoever's the closest. So oh, are gosh. you guys ready? Oh, gosh. This <laughs> is going to like reveal the fact that... I am not a true football fan, and I am just joining on the Taylor Swift hate train, but let's let's do it. Let's get it started. Don't worry. It's not Taylor Swift related. Uh, okay, <laughs> so the first question is, what is the average cost of a ticket uh, to go to the Super Bowl, which is in the Glendale Stadium in Arizona? Too much. Too much. You guys got like a the price correct answer. <laughs> um, I am going to... I actually did a newscast um and this was one of the stories and i know that currently tickets for this year they're around eight thousand to nine thousand that's the median price so not the cheap but that's like average right so i'm gonna lock in my answer i think when you know when it's like february like getting close to the actual date it'll go down to about six thousand wow that is that is absolutely wild i think Anything, it's definitely going to be in the thousands. I'll say maybe 8,000 is my guess. But either way, I mean, you, you, you could buy a car with that money. You could buy a used car. That's true. Okay, Sam, what's your answer? Well, my guess before all of that was like $250. But That's so funny. I, uh, <laughs> I clearly don't know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's expensive. That's hilarious. What's, what's your guess if you had to give a number? I don't know, 4,000? I feel like that's a. I feel like that's more reasonable. That's probably reasonable. Yeah. Okay, we have a tie for who was closest. So it's actually right in the middle of Ben and Sam's guess. So it's five thousand dollars is apparently the average cost, which is. I mean, like you said, you could literally buy a used car with that. So I think. I mean, it's crazy, but if if it's worth it for you, if you love football that much, the experience I'm sure <laughs> yeah. is amazing. So yeah, I mean that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you're a really big like you know Chiefs or Niners fan, I feel like it makes sense. But I feel like if you're just rich and you have, like, no affiliation with the teams and you don't really like them, it seems like quite a lot of money. But, yeah, let's see. Next question. Okay. True or false? Super Bowl Sunday is the largest food consumption day in the U.S. Oh. Interesting. I feel like it's got to be between Super Bowl Sunday, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Yeah. But I feel like Thanksgiving is going to have the edge just because there's, you know, there's so much turkey. Mm -hmm. There's so much mashed potatoes. For Super Bowl Sunday, I feel like people are usually just getting maybe like pizza or maybe some chips, chicken, Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, I agree with Ben. I think it's false. Okay, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I I have to think like, wouldn't that be baseball would eat more food? Because that's their thing, like hot dogs and like garlic (laughs) and stuff. I I don't know. That's a good point. I'm going to go with false. Okay, you guys are all correct. It is false. It's actually the second largest food consumption day right after Thanksgiving. So, Ben, you had some good logic there. Um, okay, next question is, who is the current halftime show sponsor for the Super Bowl? Oh, um, it's like a company, right? I'll give you a hint. It did change pretty recently. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Wow, that really oh that really that, narrows things really down. Helps. It's a company. Um... I don't, I don't know. Should we just say like Coke? Sure. They probably sponsor it. Yeah. Or like, or I, don't, pep- I don't, wait, I thought Pepsi. I thought, oh, maybe yeah, yeah, Pepsi, yeah, yeah. It's not Coke. It's not Coke. Pepsi, yeah. Coke is for the Olympics, I think. Yes. Coke, uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, my guess was Pepsi. 
Okay, you're actually all incorrect. It, I believe, it was really recently Pepsi, um, but it currently is Apple Music. So I don't know if you remember seeing That's the commercials wild. of like Apple wow. Music. Listen, uh, listen to Rihanna at Apple Music. Um, that was the big thing last year. Mm. Um, good guess though. Uh, next question is: What year did the first singer perform at a halftime Super Bowl show? Um, ben, do you know when the first ever Super Bowl was? I've uh, well, first ever Super Bowl. Like I think the... well, it's been going on for like fifty-eight years. Yeah, I believe it was like the mid to late sixties, mm-hmm. but I don't think the Super Bowl halftime show started until maybe a decade, decade and a mm-hmm. half later. I'm not sure on the exact specifics, but for a year, I'll guess, I'll guess nineteen seventy seventy-eight. Mm. That's probably not even close, but <laughs> I will guess. 1990. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in the early 90s. I was looking at this like last week. So I'm going to guess like 91. Okay. Uh, ben was actually the closest. The answer is Yay. 1970. Wow. Um, and it was just less than a decade. I believe the first Super Bowl was in the 50s or 60s. Um, I think 65, uh, something, something around that time area. So it was pretty soon after that they started getting a singer as a halftime um, performance. Um, Second to last question is, uh, between one and two billion dollars, how much do Americans spend on beer for the Super Bowl? Oh, oh, wow. Um, So I'm looking for like a one point something answer. I will say 1.5, right in the middle. (laughs) Stole my answer. I'll guess 1.6. I have to go with 1.7. Okay, uh, I think Grace was the closest here. It's actually one point three mm. billion dollars. I mean, that is absolutely absurd hearing that. that absurd. But you know, if it makes the day more exciting, more fun, um, so be it. And the last question of this trivia is: Who currently has the most Super Bowl rings? Player or team? A player. Oh, okay. You guys can guess this one. Isn't it? Isn't it? Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Ben, get back in here. You have to. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, okay, no, no, no. Ben I'm knows have... who the answer is. Ben know knows who, who it is. is. I'm going to have Ben guess last because okay, yeah. I want to hear Sam and Grace's oh. answers first. So, Grace, go ahead. Is it Tom Brady? I honestly can't tell you the name of a single football player. So, that, so what's your guess? Answer. Is it Tom Brady? I have no clue. I mean, like, who else would it be? Okay, Ben, what's your I guess? I think it's okay. Tom Brady. It is going to be Tom Brady. Yeah. Seven rings uh, overall, six with the Patriots, one with the Buccaneers. Uh, that one was that was, that was brutal <laughs> to watch, that last Super Bowl that he won at, like, age 90. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think he has seven rings total. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, you are actually correct, and you know way more about this than I do. So I think you should take over the <laughs> Super Bowl quiz, but unfortunately I'm out of questions. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens at the Super Bowl uh, February 11th. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, again, my name is Alyssa. I'm Ben. I'm Sam. And I'm Grace.